0: Welcome to the Podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Claire Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show welcome to episode eight of the podcast and today we're going to talk all things blood work and um, so Leon and I recently had ours done and I mean Andy you've been you've been a good citizen you've got yours done <laughs> regularly uh, I mean <laughs> it's so we're gonna we're gonna chat about you know what tests would recommend that you get how often um, I mean we won't really tell you how to interpret them I think that's yeah, you know, that takes that takes time, um, but we'll, we'll go through some of the some of the more obvious markers, you know, that might be useful for you, because I always think it's good to have some understanding of it, you know, when you do get it done so that you don't just go and blindly, you know, trust what your doctor says about that, because as you'll hear, they can often, yeah, they can often not be extremely helpful mm. um, and yeah, and then we'll just say like where you can get them done. I mean, it can be prohibitively <laughs> expensive, um, yeah. But uh, you know, like I said, we'll we'll sort of give you the, the core, core kind of blood work that you can do, and like how much that will cost. And I mean, a lot of you, your your insurance will cover it, or your insurance covers like the basic ones, and then you could pay out of pocket um you know for a couple of other ones and then you know in that way it won't be too crazy. But I would just say I highly recommend getting your blood work done for many reasons. Like it can just uncover so much that you might have thought you were okay, but if you look at it you're like actually no <laughs> there's things going on. And especially like Andy and Leonie if you're competing, you know, getting that done is absolutely key and it just is fills in i would say those missing pieces of the puzzle in your health if you're really striving for optimal health
1: yeah it's um it's like uh one of the i think i was talking to one of the guys who we just talk and comes to advise the pt and it's one of the things i said and he i think we were talking about uh you know, steroidal hormones and steroids and blood work. And he's like, you know, many guys are on steroids and there's no... Guys don't do blood work because there's, like, no money. And I'm like, if you have money to buy gear, surely you can, you know, save the same and do your blood work first.
2: The thing, uh, it's like, s- s- <laughs> do your blood work before the gear. Yeah. Like, you know, so I was... If you're really unhealthy, where you... Yeah, your liver is already looking terrible. We this
1: like, take care. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those. It's, it's an excuse, and it's one of the trainers. We talk a lot, so he's, he's always asking, and we're just, we're just chatting. And he, I sort of made sense to him, and he's like, okay, yeah. gear is not like you're buying. You know, creating off the, you know. It, it's expensive. So, if you can't save up and buy gear, it's like you said, just check your blood work. You could be killing your liver, your kidney, you know, making things worse. And that's why, even for guys who are not on anything, naturals, it, it's, it's just, it's good to know, because training is stress. Well, I the core life. ones are still important. Mm-hmm. That? Especially as you get
2: older, because yes. that's why people will make it most people, um, but that's the thing, yeah. We have a flip flips like that. Is it's great to know what's going on in your body. The reality is, blood work is that snapshot of that moment in time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like a
2: photo, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's that moment in time. A lot can go into you know what happened the day before, you know, and things are changeable. Yeah. So you know, blood work is is should be your guide but again you know it's worth you know no one person's blood work and genetics are the same so how we deal with things but so you know I always say blood work is super important and I ask someone with us to get blood work especially for those who struggle to lose say yeah. like men that struggle to lose body fat um, you know who've had high, you know until we reach me we've been sort of you know drinking a lot eating a lot of carbs Mm. Yeah, you know, just looking at what's going on with one thyroid function, different function, but also, you know, one thing we haven't talked about, but we probably will shortly, is blood glucose, because we talked about it in another episode. You know, getting those things together could actually give you a good picture of what's, what's going on. Yeah. But, again, you know, this is why regular blood work's better than one-off blood work. You know, you, what you do is you take a real slap-shot of blood work, you make a change, you have to do your blood work again and see what's changed between the two. Yeah. And it's a bit like a diagnostics. It's just a simple diagnostics and you're looking to see what makes a change up or down in your lifestyle to change how that impacts your blood work.
1: Yeah, because things things can get worse or better, so
2: well that's the thing, you know, it depends like you know, if you yeah, know, for instance, as we said, gear, you start taking gear. You know we, we know it's gonna have a negative impact on your blood work so you take your blood work at the beginning you know this is my base level yeah going in natural yeah you, know, you make sure you've been healthy through doing it yeah you, know, you, you make You shouldn't be taking gear unless you've been healthy and you, you've been looking after yourself you training properly and eating properly then you take your blood work and you go this is my base level everything's looking decent well this this is a bit red I should make a change on that, I should make a change on that, to be at my optimal health. Yeah. Then, you do that, then you take your gear, then probably, this is how you should be doing it, halfway through your cycle, take your blood work, see how that's affected you. Then you finish your cycle, five weeks, depending on the SD you you're using, say testosterone, and alpha, five, six weeks after, then you take your blood work again, so it's come out of your system, mm. and you see at the three different stages what's happening with your blood work. Yeah. Because yeah. some people, who take a small amount of testosterone, will have better blood markers than before they started. True. Some people will see a downturn. Now, if you're doing a, you know a proper like cycle of compounds with competition, like a pro bodybuilder, that's only going down. You're yes. not going to see any benefit. <laughs> but you know that's the thing you know that's the thing but you need to see the journey yeah true. so if you're going to do something like that you know it's a bit different to what we're going to talk about today you need to be willing to spend properly on blood work you know and if you want to compete and do so at the highest level in non-tested federations and you're willing to start taking steroids you've got to be prepared to well if you care um, you know, if you care about your health, you need to be doing that, you know, otherwise one, you, you know, your body of your career could be short because your life's going to be short. So, you know, it's, yeah, you know, it's a sort of safe usage policy.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and with anything, it's like, you know, people have been told to take this or that supplement. And I mean, generally sort of herbal supplements are pretty safe to take, but, you know, if you you know, take a lot of vitamin D, you can have toxicity, you know, and if you don't need to yeah. take it, don't take
2: this, it. This is a thing, yeah, this is what Dr. Dean used to say to me, and we were looking for competition, what multivitamins and stuff to take, he you goes, know, all right, let's have a look at your bloods, you don't need anything, let's just add in, so we had to, you know, we go over some of the bloods, but glutathione, we added in, you know, we added in, um, what else? Like a large range something else. But like there was no need to add a multivitamin because I wasn't deficient in anything. Really? Yeah. Therefore, it's like well, you're not deficient in anything. Yeah, a little bit good fire. We had some boron from my SHPG, mm-hmm. which is prior to this blood results you got there. Okay, yeah. Because um, I had when I actually after I finished competing, um I did a mental league show in 2019. Yeah. I did my blood straight after competing, like literally. After competing, I had high testosterone, naturally high testosterone, even after competing, which mm. everyone's like Yeah, you know, just shows a natural testosterone and really high, but my SHBG was really high, and that's when we picked up on the fact that I may have an insulin problem, mm-hmm. with blood glucose insulin problem, because despite being super lean, my yeah, you know, I was having some blood, yeah, you know, within my bloods, it was pointing towards being insulin. Um, not real, uh, not resistant. Uh, resistant, resistant, yeah. Um, which should be the opposite. of you know, what happens when you think competing? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> um, that's what point towards it. So, yeah. but say so anyway. But the SHBG was starting to but yeah. nothing else was needed really. Yeah. You know, I took um, obviously verbally for blood glucose stuff, and I took four for SHBG because that kind of goes for that. Uh, and then I just took glutathione from my liver
3: because
2: yeah. that was picked up on the blood test. So, outside of that, you know, I didn't need to take a multivitamin, I didn't need to take extra magnesium, I didn't need to take this, that, or the other because we have the evidence based out of the blood work that yeah. I wasn't deficient.
3: Yeah. I
1: remember that's one thing I used to do. I, I think I used to pop multivitamins like there. It's, it's just one of those things I feel I did wrong for a long time. And yeah, morning is like, Oh, my morning routine. And for the longest time, I don't think I needed, it, but it's just lack of the knowledge at that time. And, and I, 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 think it's just one of those things you read and you think, okay, you know, I'm, I'm just going to add it.
2: But if you've always taken body vitamins, do your blood. And if you're not showing this eye in anything keep taking it yeah. because you know maybe your body's adapted that's your baseline True. like I think you know I've always taken fish oil you know my like krill <laughs> oil so my blood work has that in there mm. so it wasn't a case of taking you know needing to add more yeah. you know, I must admit, I do often tell clients to take vitamin because it comes from a place of really poor dietary habits mm. Mm. you know and I know we've not been eating enough vegetables like I myself I know I eat loads of vegetables I love the you know, I put vegetables <laughs> on everything um, so for me, things like that, you know, I have fish, I have nuts, so I cover broad spectrum through diet, but a lot of people don't, especially someone who's been really dietary restrictive, it's sometimes good just to get them onto the multivitamin, because mm-hmm. you know we have been eating nothing but, or we have been juice cleansing, or doing something crazy, um, and then get them to do a blood test, and if they're not high in anything, just keep a multivitamin in.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's, yeah. So I think let's, let's just get into some of like the basic blood work to get what would recommend. And I know what a lot of insurance companies, or or like if your company has a package with an insurance company, it normally covers like the liver function tests, which are great to get kidney function tests, a basic, your lipid profile, which includes your cholesterol. Great. Um, it usually includes thyroid but I would say it's not an extensive thyroid panel yeah. they usually only do TSH which is not enough um, and they don't I don't think they cover sex hormones in those basic ones so I, I, would, I would say like liver liver and kidney function tests get those in those are really useful um, Get in your lipid profile with your cholesterol Get an extensive, you know, a full thyroid panel, which is your TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone. Free, so you get free T3, free T4. Sometimes they do total. You don't want to go for total. You want to go for free because that's what's available for your body to use. So T4 is the inactive thyroid hormone and that converts into T3, which is your active one. So you want free T4, free T3. If you can, you can get a reverse T3 here in Kenya. That's extremely expensive. So I would say it, that's a bonus optional if you can get yeah, that.
2: That's yeah. like
0: gold standard. So. Gold, yeah, yeah premium. <laughs> and then get yeah. your thyroid antibodies checked for autoimmune conditions. They often don't have those on there. Get them done. Get them in. Um, so sex hormones, I, I think those are really great to do. Like, They're probably an add-on for you. But I think they're really good to get in. So, I mean, for men and women, you're, you're, you're actually t- testing the same things. So you want to get your estrogen, which is the estradiol. Uh, you wanna get your progesterone. You wanna get total and free testosterone. So again, total is not gonna be accurate. You want free, because that's what's available to your body. You You want to get your FSH and LH and prolactin and i mean for me i would say the bonuses would be getting what's called dhea which is an adrenal hormone and i think it's a really important one because it will help show you if you are (laughs) experiencing sort of adrenal insufficiencies it's a good marker of stress and it's also a precursor hormone to testosterone and estrogen but i would put that as a bonus because again here that's expensive and then also you heard Andy talk about it earlier the sex hormone binding globulin is a good one because that can bind your estrogen or your testosterone and make it less available to your body so if you have low estrogen or testosterone that could be a useful one to test but I would put that in in the bonus section what would you say
2: yeah you know um it depends on what's going on with you really like as I say if it's just a yearly checkout yeah. yeah definitely bonus one. Um, a, lot, a lot of these, you know, there's a reason they're included you know the core ones are included on your in your um insurance packages because they're like, you know, for basic health. <coughs> but I always think like for men, especially older men, SHPG is super important because if your testosterone is declining anyway, your shbg being high will just make it worse and things like that There's a lot of sex hormones like you know, go out whack, like like prolactin you know progesterone, you know and then it has sort of lock off the cortisol and everything else so depending where you are in your life it has a big impact on things. you know to be fair a lot of younger people probably can get away with a lot less blood work you know as in like as in if you're natural you're doing nothing crazy you know it's just worth doing maybe once or twice a year but as you, the older you get the more you want to stay on top of this and stuff because you know things are declining naturally anyway yeah. so as I said you know sh you know the last thing you want is if your testosterone or for women if you know like oestrogens dropping off or... Whatever, you, you want to yeah you know, and testosterone is dropping off a bed, you don't want that SHBT being really high. Yeah.
0: You
2: know, because that's going to make you worse, and you get low moods, and you get depressed, and you've got body fat, and you know, that you know, compounds that issue again. So, yes, it's uh it should be, you know, a lot of those should be add ons, <clears throat> but it's also dependent on where you are in your life. And if
0: there's any health concerns, general. Yeah, no, uh, I think that's, that's a really good point. Like it will, you know, whoever is, you know, getting your blood work for you, you know, it will, you know, if you're thinking you've got like hormonal imbalances, then it's key to get like very comprehensive blood work done. Like you want your DHEA, you want your sex hormone binding globulin, you know, if even if you've, you're, thinking you've got thyroid issues, you still need to check your sex hormones. Mm. Um, So, and again, like it will depend where you are in your life. Um, But again, you know, these days, I think so many younger people are experiencing more hormonal imbalances that it's, you know, if you can, especially if, you know, you feel like something is off, getting that comprehensive blood work will just, you know, it will really help you sort of piece together all the, The pieces of that puzzle to be like okay because like all your all your body systems work together they're not in a silo like your thyroid can be impacted by your sex hormones and vice versa you know so you've you can't often tell the chicken from the egg there but if you've got all the pieces of the puzzle it's a bit easier to be like ah yes that makes sense this is low perhaps that's why that is high yeah and I was
2: gonna say like I mean if you combine it with other tests like so for instance, like me after, you know, competition said, you know, having high SHBG, looking a bit you know, insulin resistant was, was a trigger. And then I did that uh, my DNA health screening.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And yeah. found out, you know, I do have some genetic markers for a couple of things, you know, so therefore, you know, you get a more, you know, a more sort of detailed picture. So, you know, this is just, you know, blood work is one of them Diagnostic tools, you know, one of the main ones, and then you can bolt on other diagnostic tools, and it could be as simple as how would you feel? So I'm asking you questions like that, you know. Then we talk about you know taking your blood glucose, so that adds into that picture, and you know, yeah. So this is a super, you know, great. This is like the core of the picture, but sometimes you need the other pieces to make it all make sense. Yeah,
3: true.
0: Yeah, what we left out was, I I always recommend fasted insulin and uh the, the the it's it's hemoglobin a1c i prefer that over getting the blood glucose so hemoglobin a1c is a three month average of your of your blood glucose because like andy was saying earlier this is a snapshot. So if you arrive for your blood work and you're a bit stressed, that mm-hmm. can elevate your blood glucose. So it's not going to be very accurate. So if you can get the um, the hemoglobin A one C, I think that is more accurate. And yeah. then insulin as well, because um, yeah, you know, it's that that's going to tell a big a big picture. And I think those, I think in actually no, I don't think those are included in in like your normal ones. I think no, those mm-hmm. especially those two in the hemoglobin A one C, you've got to, you've got to ask for yeah. those but I, I would recommend those I mean it's like I think taking your blood glucose if you think you've got a you know if you think you've got issues there or just anyone anyway we've we've done that whole episode there is, is useful especially if you go in and get your blood work done and you've got high blood glucose and you could be like well you know look at the rest of my results they they're pretty normal so this was just a, a one-off um, so I mean there's there's different types of blood work so, I mean, here we don't get what's called the Dutch test, which is, you know, based on dried urine. Um, so we mainly work off saliva. I mean, sorry, in blood serum, not saliva. Um, so the, that's what we get here. And like Andrew's saying, add-on tests, like you can get a, a hair mineral tissue analysis, which can tell you if you're deficient in minerals, which is really useful. Um, which is the only, can I say, that's the
2: only accurate mineral yeah. test. None of this finger pricking or electric things that, you know,
0: whatever, some health food shop somewhere It's
2: going to tell you what you're deficient in. Even blood you're serum. Work. Yeah. Even
0: blood serum is not as accurate as the hair mineral tissue analysis because exactly. it's not telling you what you're using. Um, exactly. So that's a good one. In Here you can't get it done. Um, I know you can get it done internationally. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking to get that done. We'll see. And mm-hmm. then you can do like, um, if you're testing your cortisol, then you can do use your saliva which is you can also do you can also do um, i think you can also do urine for that like the dutch dutch urine analysis yeah urine stuff
2: like that yeah
0: so the the dutch test is testing like your metabolites <laughs> or, of your hormones which is which can be useful because it's telling you like often what pathways your hormones are going down mm-hmm. um, and you know how your body's dealing with them so that can be a useful add on but yeah, in Kenya, I don't know where you can get that. Um, but yeah, you know, your blood choice. your blood serum is you know an excellent place to start in combination with your symptoms because those are really important. Because sometimes your blood work might come back normal, but you need you can be like, but look, this is what I'm feeling, and yeah. then you can put the two and two together. Um, and I mean, a lot of places. I mean, some people ask for like GI GI maps. I think that's very controversial, especially if you listen to Dr. Gabrielle Fondaro. Um yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about those. I think there's still a lot of research to be done. Um, but we'll, we'll stick with the main, the blood serum ones today. So, um... I don't know, what should we start with? Should we start with, like, cholesterol? Because we've all got our cholesterol ones done. Yeah. And um, yeah. so I've been taught in American, <laughs> and these in the, the yeah, UK, but we can convert. It's okay, it's okay. It's well, I
2: okay. of <laughs> my blood test, and, and, and I don't know about the parameters on yours, the parameters on mine are set slightly tighter because it's set for an athlete. Okay.
3: Yeah. So
2: what's normal on mine may be slightly different levels to what a doctor is purely set up for
0: an athlete well Sorry. i think that's a, a very important point like yeah. these ranges are not yeah. the most accurate so you know we're looking for optimal so you know if you're yeah. in more of the functional medicine space your ranges are going to be a lot tighter yeah. you know so you know these these averages are based on you know large populations of and a lot of time, unhealthy people. So <laughs> the ranges are not the best, like, on there. Um, and, like, I mean, with cholesterol, I've been doing lots of research on it. And in general, I find cholesterol is very misunderstood. Yes. Um, we talked about this last
2: week briefly, didn't
0: we? Yeah. We, we did. How it's so misunderstood yeah. because just remember, it is it is the precursor for all your steroidal hormones you know and if yeah. you are an athlete you might need more cholesterol you know you you're probably burning Indeed. through it a lot <laughs> and again just going to put that out there you make 70% of your cholesterol you're only getting 30% from your diet so yes diet's important but there are so many other factors going on like if you see high cholesterol don't be like oh my gosh i have to stop eating eggs yeah. be like you know look other places in your diet look for inflammation that's where other markers can be useful you know such as your insulin your your glucose your liver markers all of that so um just always keep that in mind so let's andy since your yours is here yeah let's start with yours
2: generally the thing for people to remember is um Don't do it. I would say it's no, no. the cholesterol ratios I think the important one. but outside of that yeah this
0: is yeah so no well I think that's a good point so do you generally when you're getting your blood work done you're fasted so <laughs> yeah. like I think Andy you were saying this was at Christmas or something you've been enjoying yeah it? so
2: <laughs> just after Christmas so I've gone through Christmas it's probably start of January I had the ones in front of you. Yeah. So you know that's why triglycerides are higher because, and also you know important to remember, I generally have a lower carb, higher fat diet, so triglycerides yeah. are usually a little bit higher with me. Yeah. Um. So although when triglycerides are normal range, mm-hmm. the LDL is high. Now that could be a genetic thing because you know although another blood test I've had that's normal, so it should be it's normally it's normally within the normal range. Here it's a little high. Not massively high, a little high. Yeah, four point two versus you know anything lower than three is considered normal. Um but as I said, my HDL is relatively high as well. Therefore my ratio is not within the normal range. The high end of the normal range.
0: Yeah, so I mean okay, so you get like um like the UK units are M mol. Mm. Okay, so, and if you're in the U.S., it's mg per deciliter. So,
3: Confusing.
0: you've got total cholesterol, then we have LDL, which is your low-density cholesterol, which is, quote-unquote, the bad cholesterol, but that's cholesterol made in your liver that is sent out to the rest of your body to use, so it is essential. And what's more important there is particle size, but we'll, I don't think we'll get into that here hdl is your high density cholesterol so this is the quote-unquote good stuff and then we have triglycerides which is like your stored fats pretty much um so i would say like for total cholesterol like it can be i would say for if it's m like a 4.7 to a 6.5 and that's different from your your yeah. range here, yeah. which is a zero. I mean, if you have zero cholesterol, you'll be dead. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, that's why zero is five
2: point. It's it's Maybe crazy it's because it's no point something.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So actually, <laughs> there have been studies that shown like under under. I think it's under two. You know, you you have high yeah, risks I mean, of one, being low low cholesterol. Yeah, you're not going to be you're not going to be a you know healthy person. So. Okay, so a normal range here on on Andy's Bud Work it says a zero to five. So if you it's can on based on athlete
2: maybe athletes have really low cholesterol. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a mean thing. So
0: so I All would them. say like a four point seven to a six point five is okay. Like, and that that translates into in in um, mgdl to one hundred eighty one to two hundred and fifty one. So. Just just keep yes. that in mind. <laughs> These ranges can be very different. Um, and then you've got to look at all the other pieces of the puzzle to be like, okay, should we worry about that? Um, so then your yeah, your HDL was a, a 1.85. Um, and your LDL was a 4.29. So the the ratio for LDL is like less than three, whereas I would say for me, four would be the upper limit, a 2.1 to four. So if you, yeah, you can just see the difference there. So I would say you were like, you even, yeah, you're still a bit high, even with like my range. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so in, in MGDL, that's 81 to 155. So, and with HDL, you actually want quite high you know, so, yeah, we yeah. That high. yeah, so that's, that's good, and then, yeah, your triglycerides are good, so, you know, if your triglycerides were really high, I would say, you know, yeah, let's, you know, let's work on, that's probably where you've got to work on your diet a bit more, maybe you are just, you know, eating too much, or you're, you know, you might want to work on your ratios there, um, so, yeah, your then like cholesterol is not going to be you know the the best markers for like your cardiac health i think there are better markers for that yeah. and a lot of it is you know can be genetic um you know if everything else like all your other markers are good and your cholesterol is just really high that can be genetic so you can always ask in your family you know is is, is yeah, I suppose yeah
2: that's the thing like my mom always talks about Having high cholesterol, I, I spoke about this last week. Yeah, and she she stuff out of her diet. It's never changed. Yeah, <laughs> it's always kind of taken relatively high, not massively, high, relatively. And I think there's a genetic component. And it's, to be fair, cholesterol's never something as long as I know I'm eating relatively healthy. Yeah, ch- the cholesterol numbers never truly bothered me. Yeah, because also you know, if you know, certain things, as we said, for hormone production, you know, if you've got higher. Yeah, average testosterone, Yeah, you know, you are going to have to produce more yeah, cholesterol yeah. to feed that testosterone. Yeah. So that, and I've generally all my life had relatively high testosterone, natural occurring testosterone. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's, you know, such a great point. Like, yeah, If remember, so you get cholesterol, which then goes into pregnenolone, which is the, the mother hormone, and then DHEA you know, which is then producing your estrogen and testosterone. So, you know, you, you need cholesterol. Like we said, if you're an athlete, you probably need more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Leon's cholesterol is, is high as well, like even by the ranges that I use. <laughs> so his, his total cholesterol is a 2... Sorry, Andy, this is in MGDL. MGL. So it's 278. <laughs> so that would be, you know, I think that's over, over, just, s- over 6. Actually, just it, a bit. I think... No, wait, hang on. If you have your original blood work...
3: No,
1: this is the No but your
0: original we can has it in ML. Yeah yeah. Yeah your, yeah,
1: you yeah, have your it.
0: original is on An email. Anyway, so it's high. His LDL is high as well, so remember that the sort of the cutoff I was using was a one five five. He's a two two two. Uh his his H his H D L is a forty three, so that's that's okay. Um and his triglycerides are good there at a seventy one. Yeah. Um and I mean you know overall like all of Leon's other markers are good. Um so you know, it's a question of asking in the family. But also yeah, been, he's uh he's been on his high chapati diet. I've been,
1: <laughs> I've been asking yeah, if uh, you know, any Say like grandparents with cholesterol issues,
3: and
2: here's the thing, though, Leon. You're another guy who trains a lot. You yeah, you have a you have a naturally high occurring testosterone level. Yeah, that's why you you find it relatively easy to put on muscle, which links into that, I think, a Ooh. little bit. You know, yeah,
1: because we, we we well when when we were checking it the triglycerides are okay so yeah and that's and the hdl so we're not we're not really worried so before we do the next blood work i think i'll just well minimize sort of like the because i've been doing chapatis instead of wraps because i used to do wraps and then i i sort of just got bored so just to switch it up and then we'll 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 see but it's,
2: just it's,
0: tidy it up a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. so
2: just tidy Like mine here was higher than it usually is. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, mine is usually on the high end anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not normally in the red like it is there, but the reality is no, that just after Christmas. So, yeah, you can <laughs> just tidy it up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I'm never going to lower my testosterone much. As in, it's never going to be significantly lower. And, and probably nor should it be. So just yeah, saying, true. when you need to produce hormones, oh, yeah, you know true, you true. want you want relatively high cholesterol. Yeah. Produce
0: all these hormones, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I found his. So his total cholesterol is a seven point two. <clears throat> oh, you found it. Yeah, seven point two, and then your LDL is a five point seven four. Um, just, just. Yeah, a yeah so I high. think you know. I think <laughs> you know your fats were quite high, so I, I think there's room to bring them down there um and and just just play around and see but you know everything else is fine and i mean you're you're a picture of health so you know don't let like when you go to your doctor and it is over the their range which is you know we've just said cannot you know it's not the optimal one they'll probably be like okay statins asap please please don't uh, please don't do that like just you know you don't need to there is unless there is like an issue or it's like extremely high there's so many other ways that you can work on it if you need to but once you understand it like hopefully you will a little bit more now you'll understand you actually need it um so yeah just beware beware of when you're taking your results to the doctor and like they immediately want to put you on to you know medications where a lot of these things you can manage through your lifestyle, training, nutrition, and like natural supplementation.
1: Yeah. And I think like you said, especially if you're already active, you know, into sports and don't go into just being alarmed, like relax. And you, you maybe yeah, after this, you'll be able to think about it differently.
0: Mm-hmm. So, okay. I think that's, that's cholesterol. Um,
1: what was next? Uh, we did test everyone.
0: Well, we can look. I think let's go through like some of the like the, the blood so I've got to say yeah, blood count <laughs> is mm. a good one to you know that they'll just do that anyway, so that's talking about like your red blood cells white blood cells you know yes. things like that um, and th- they can be really they can be really useful yeah. markers for things like anemia um and well, that's a particularly good one, um, you know, and we were just discussing before this, like, you know, even if you live at high altitude, that can affect, you know, some of your your markers yeah. there as well. So, like red blood cells, uh, <clears throat> and I think yours were, yours yeah, mine were, were like uh, sorry, sorry. points, your hemoglobin yeah. was
2: high. Your, <laughs> your
0: hemoglobin was high. Usually it's like a 14 to 15. And yours is a, okay, <laughs> we're, we're, you're in a,
1: Different, it's different.
0: No, but it is a G, G per... Yeah. De- it's here's
1: GLs. Oh, oh mine's L. per deso.
0: Yeah. Ours, <laughs> we times by 10, so you're 150. <laughs> yeah, so you are a bit high. So, but yeah. it's only marginally. Tiny, yeah. yeah. Marginally, marginally. Yeah.
2: And so we're a hemocrat. And now, you know, there's an argument there, you know, for two reasons. I have naturally genetically... I don't know, We still haven't worked out the course but I have naturally high levels of ferritin. Mm. I have high levels of stored ferritin. If you go down my blood test, which is a why. But when I did my DNA test, it said you know I'm at prone to getting this really nasty genetic condition. I don't have that yet, but it may be linked to that. Uh, which also pushes up my r- blood r- r- cell count. Cal- living at altitude, stuff yes. that you know. So. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's not vastly high. You know, you, all you gotta do is give a bit
0: of blood. Yeah, me <laughs> and Andy.
2: And then I'm good to go.
0: Yeah, so I think that's a really good point, especially for men. Like, you know, if certain markers are high, like your ferritin, your iron, you you, you know, your red blood cells, your 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 hematocrit, all that you, it's good to give blood. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I think Leon needs to give some blood as well. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm <laughs> He's yeah. not as
0: high as yours, Andy, but right, you, yours is very high, your it's, ferritin. I
2: need to. Yeah, my ferritin, yeah, and it's not much like, yeah, yeah. it's always been high, that's the problem, I've all my blood tests. Yeah. And, we, and we're not sure, you know, even doctors are like, you know, genetics, let's yeah. hope it doesn't develop into something, yeah, because yeah, there's a really nasty illness, so which if... is like a life-threatening illness. Oh, like, I've never heard you, of it. It's a genetic condition. Yeah. Genetic, uh, I don't have that. Yeah. But I'm at the risk of it going to my own DNA markers. Okay. So, for you, so it can be linked to that. So it's just something like I've got to keep an eye on. Mm. Yeah. You know, I try not to eat too much red meat. Mm. You, know, you know. I don't take any iron supplements or anything crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just got to keep giving blood.
0: Yeah. Well, yes. sorry. R- rewind for people. Ferritin is your stored form of iron. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a very useful marker. I would do that. You, you know. Um with your iron i mean some some people like to do like saturation and things like that but uh to get the full picture if you know if there's sort of iron issues going on there but yeah ferritin and, and like your your iron are, just, are good ones to start with um yeah so let me say
2: like he's a red blooded male i literally have mm. a high blood cell count yeah. ferritin so my blood is super red i oh. uh, but <laughs> fact yeah. is you know, just not you know it's I'm just careful about what I do and what I consume and you know generally it doesn't affect my health yeah so it's just a marker yeah, yeah I've gotta be aware of it yeah if it does go up it could yeah, yeah. So I don't have high blood pressure that's again it's like looking at the overall picture yeah, yeah. you know my blood pressure is normal that's yeah. good my my he- here we go with levels are a little high. Yeah. yeah. Not vastly high. Ferritins are Pheritins high. Right. So as long as I get blood regularly, I don't overindulge in the iron. Don't eat like loads of liver. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, should be, I should be able to be okay because all that happens is if I have too much iron, I find to store store more. Yeah. I could probably you know be one of these people who could switch to veganism and not be. Yeah, true. You yeah, you know, iron <laughs> deficient. You know, or so anemic.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's a good one, and like, you know, if those counts are high, like your red blood count, your hemoglobin, <laughs> hemocrit, that you know, that just means your blood can be really thick. So it yeah. is good to potential
2: for clotting issues. Yeah, uh, you, this, you know, there's always a potential for a clot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like that's the thing you've got to watch out for, especially if you get older. Potential clotting. Hence why it's good to give up blood anyway and I tell a lot of my clients as you get over to a certain age start just giving blood every few months um, just because it helps keep your blood a little bit on the thinner side. I, mm-hmm. guess,
1: I guess that's a plan for next week for me.
0: Yeah, you, yeah Leon's a high <laughs> Yeah, well. I must do it
2: here. Is it, the only problem I've got in the UK yeah. is they don't like you giving blood if you living
0: in Africa. Oh. <laughs> Dangerous place. It, well,
2: it, it comes from, it's own policies really, it comes from when, you know, AIDS... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. in Africa still, but it yeah. Yeah, was a time when it was, you know, crazy high compared to the UK. So. Um,
1: because yeah. I'm sure when you yeah. when, when you give out, it just has to go through more tests they, that we they, they don't like have if to it, do. Kenya
2: are far with using your blood. Mm. If sometimes, if you're doing a uh, therapeutic phlebotomy, which is a, like a therapeutic bloodlet rather than donation, mm. you have to prove on a blood test you've got high hemocraft level. Ah, levels. yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Oh, okay. because they often won't do it. Like yeah. I had mine done at um, uh, MP Sharp. Um, therapeutic phlebotomy. Go in, show them my blood test. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I, filled out, I filled in, filled out a couple of bags.
1: Blood. Yeah, I'll check. Well, I'll, I'll check here. I guess current hospital is close. I'll start there and see. If not, just donate. But anything. the thing
2: is, often yeah, the easiest way is to donate blood. Yeah. Yeah. It takes it's, a bit longer. That's the only thing. Like if you've got a short time, if you yeah. just go up to blood place, say therapeutic phlebotomy. Mm. That's the easiest way, because you don't even need
3: much. You
1: just pay for it and get mm.
2: done. It's done out. Yeah. Now, obviously, donating blood's free, but you've got to wait around. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'll
0: yeah. Go check. Yeah. So. I'll check. But so, I mean, yeah, I mean, the blood markers are also good in showing if you have anemia. So, you know, you, you don't have yeah. enough iron and yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah, so there's something called MCV, you know, which is measuring your average volume of red blood cells. So, that's a useful anemia marker um, as well as, you know, your, your hemoglobin. Um, so again, like if you, I would say even more, if you're like a vegan or vegetarian, you know, it's really good to get this blood work done to see, you know, what you are deficient in. And, you know, you can tie that in with your iron and your, your ferritin levels too. So, I mean, with iron and ferritin, you know, for ferritin, like, you want it sort of between 50 and 150. So for context, Andy's was 700. <laughs> Leon's is 400. Well, 500. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, like under 50, you're anemic. Um, same with iron. You generally want, I can, okay. share, I
2: can, I can lend yourself. Yeah, oh, go, I to, go
0: to Andy, he'll <laughs> give you some blood.
2: <laughs> so yeah, if you're
0: enough. vegan or vegetarian, you want, you want to, you want to check these as well. And like, the best form of iron is from animal products. It just is. Um, it's the most easily used and absorbed by your body, um, you know, rather than a supplement. I mean, a supplement, I would say, is the last, you know, your last-ditch your last ditch attempt there. Like, mm. if you can eat more red meat, liver, all the things Andy's avoiding, you yeah. know, go for it and <laughs> pair it with vitamin C. It's all about absorbable iron. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: just, yeah, you, know, you can eat a steak and you're not going to take on as much... Iron. here's a simple trick is if you add some citric acid to that via fruit juice so if you have orange juice while you're eating your steak you'll absorb more iron mm-hmm. so that's a, something, a little trick But you know that's why the actual best iron supplements we you get that one of a liquid liquids once you mix into a fruit
3: juice uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you
2: can get them in the uk like little sachets you pour it in because it's absorbed easier mm-hmm. than a tablet
0: or you but, can get desiccated liver tablets.
2: Oh, yeah, I to say, yeah, well, yeah.
0: But if you yeah, can't yeah. eat the real liver...
2: <laughs> you can just get more liver and be like the liver king. You know, you've got, like, look how stacked it is. It's all natural. Um, <laughs> <if> I, <laughs> no, <laughs> the fact is, you know, if you just have some fruit juice with, yeah, when you're eating red meat, you will all have, you know, some citrus fruit with red meat. Mm. You'll often absorb more iron. Yeah. Because not everyone absorbs iron easily.
0: hmm Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, my iron levels and ferritin were all good within range. Mm. And I do eat red meat daily and liver daily. Liver queen. Not raw. My mom suffered like, from um, iron
2: deficiency, pregnancy. Yeah. It's a big, yeah. very common... issue she was told just to drink a couple of pints of Guinness a week.
1: Yeah, I I have seen that one, yeah, I remember. That's a classic,
2: that's a classic yeah. doctor's trick. Yep. Yeah, oh, okay. a lot of in Guinness. The, Yay. the Yay.
1: small, the small Guinness. My mum,
2: yeah, well, I don't think my mum was chugging back pints of it, but mm-hmm. she had a feature she had a couple of, look, yeah, maybe a couple of halves a week or something.
0: Yeah. Interesting, yeah
3: why
0: so, like my Hamilton's mess. Yes, Thank exactly. <laughs> you, baby, mom. <him> <laughs> Don't drink in pregnancy. Um, I think uh, so. Let's just go to liver and kidney, as I think these ones are really yep. useful and can be very skewed. And especially if you train, you know, you will you might get results back, and your doctor's like, "Oh my gosh, your kidneys are failing," and they are not. So, one of the big ones is creatinine, and yeah. You generally... You want this under a, a one. I, I don't know what you... What were you, Andy? What was your creatinine? I was... Mine was
2: higher at 106, but I had... It was in U-more. The day before, taking my blood, so I had trained legs.
0: Okay, yeah, because usually you want to not train <laughs> before you get yeah. your blood test, because it can mm. affect... Um, creatinine. Yeah, yours is in Youmore. I, I don't know what that... I'd have to convert it. Yeah, uh, first, I think so but if you're taking creatine as a supplement that can affect that and Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a bad thing and it's also reflective of your muscle mass so if you are if you have a high muscle mass you are just going to have more creatinine so you know that one you know as we've been saying throughout is like put it in into the bigger picture there um and it can also like if you've like you want to do these tests fasted but you want to be hydrated so if you're dehydrated that can skew that value as well <clears throat> yeah
2: it's <laughs> just that mine was just because i'm massively
0: stacked yeah yeah that can affect it so it's the same with urea i don't yeah, yeah your urea was high as well wasn't yeah, it, no, well, it was just, yeah Yours was high, Leon's Sorry. was also high, mine was also high. So for all three of us, our urea and creatinine were, were high and if yep. you went to a doctor they'd be like as my doctor was like, Oh, stop taking all these training supplements. I was like <laughs> And I was like or oh, stop eating so much meat. It was like you know, that's that's just Yeah, them not taking into account your lifestyle and the fact that you probably have more muscle mass than the normal person, and that you train. So
2: that's the thing. I was having a conversation with a client, and it wasn't about this. It was about uric acid and protein. Yeah. And we were talking about uric acid. He had high uric acid, and he was told not to have so much protein. And he was worried about whey protein. i was like, well, whey protein shouldn't. The way I Will not pump up your uric acid. Nope. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, don't listen to your doctor <laughs> about what. Well, you know, uric acid is caused by meat-based protein. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you know, so, actually, as we've said before, a lot. You know, doctors are getting very black and white.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, like if it's outside of their normal scope of practice, let say just stop doing it, so you can focus on what they really know, which is illness and, and, and you know and repair. Um, so, yeah, so things like dropping out training supplements, interestingly, you know, if you drop out creatine from your diet, you know, that has a protective creatine, and I tell all my friends to take it for one simple reason, mm-hmm. you know, it's protective to the brain, and mm-hmm. as you get older, to degenerative illness, like Alzheimer's and dementia, so, and which has been linked to falling levels of creatine in people's diet, you know, these things have been getting worse, so, you know, everything has a sort of an effect, it's like you know, you put. You, it's not just simple. Stop taking something because that might have an effect somewhere else in your your blood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's just never black and white.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's just as long as I always say, as long as you're feeling good. Yeah, you know, your markers can be outside the normal. That could be your baseline. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah know, yours just different... not The main thing is, if you feel like crap, there's mm. something going on. If you feel like if you're tired all the time. You struggle to wake up in the morning all these things yeah you, know, you feel like you've been hit by bus after every you know unless you're training really hard yeah but there's probably something going on mm. yeah. if you're a little bit over on some of these but you feel fantastic mm. then i would worry a lot less about it and you and that's a that's a truthful fantastic it's not just hey i feel great when you don't really, really yeah. think about it yeah
0: so like some of the the liver the liver markers are really useful for yeah. inflammation yes. and just telling you is your liver struggling so the two big ones here are alt and ast and your alt was actually high andy yeah,
2: really high
0: yeah really high so but again that could be due to training
2: <laughs> yeah and also if you look my plate looks up as well yeah so that so he- means i probably had a slight underlying infection somewhere yeah and yeah the liver was probably trying to do its job
0: yeah so, yeah, you, you know, you want those kind of like, uh, in a 20 to 30 region, um, yours was 150, <laughs> no, 130. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> so again, like to support liver, like, cause also, there's this one called GGT, which is a reflection of your ability to, to synthesize glutathione you know, which is a sign of oxidative stress and, you know, just your ability of the liver to clear waste products. And yours was also high Andy. So that's when you started taking your... It your design, Yeah, which is yeah. a, a well, really... We weren't
2: worried about ALT. There's a reason, I think. You know, Dr. Dean loved it. Uh, we had a set of platelets and we decided it might have been, you know, it was always going to be high because I've been on some medication.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, so that side of things. We weren't mm. worried about the ALT. It was high, really high, but it was... Of these other, factors. other yeah, so yeah. again, yeah.
0: yeah, take into account the bigger picture, but yeah, so you know, li- liver liver markers are good to, yeah, just to, to show you know how your liver's coping with everything. You know, if there's inflammation, you know, also if there are certain deficiencies, um, and you know, yeah, so things like that. So, those are they're really great to get done, but again, like, take them in context with everything else, um. Let's go to, I think those, oh, your globulin was high. So, yeah, that's another inflammation marker. Yeah. Um. So, again, yeah, I mean. What, oh,
2: yeah, that was only a little high. Yeah,
0: thing. exactly. So, I know it's so funny how, like, it's over by, like, one point or, yeah, it's like, like, and then it's it goes just in red. Yeah, highlight, as, as high. I mean,
2: now about this range, this range is, like, the normal of everyone. Because a lot of these ranges are a lot smaller. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we were set for athletes, so we've had a really tight range. Yeah, so I'd say like 20, 20 is low for globuli, globuli, globulin. globulin, and you're 37, so I, you know, I don't think, like Leon's are 32, so yeah, I don't okay. think it's, it's such a, a big one. Um, yeah. There's one called alkaline phosphatase, I don't think you did it, but it's quite a useful one. Um, and again, it's just showing like health of your liver. And if it's low, it can mean you have magnesium and zinc deficiencies, even thyroid issues. If you've got parasites, um, so quite a few of the liver ones can tell you if you've got parasites. So those are, those are they're, they're good to do. Um, yeah, let's. You're, Andy, you're the only one. Of, actually, no, we've got our testosterone. We could do that. So let's just look at the sex hormones. This podcast right, is going to be did... long. <laughs>
1: Full of numbers and
0: <laughs> It's gonna be long anyway. So we only got our three and total tests done. Um
1: Yeah, to start to start yeah.
0: I'll get my other sex hormones because I was at the wrong time in my cycle. Um so like both of you have high test. But again, I is that surprising? For... <laughs> yeah. No. Um
1: Yeah, I guess for guys listening they they can put two and two together now, the cholesterol test.
2: Well that's the thing, it's like, this is naturally occurring test as well, so mm. mine's been a lot higher than this, this is actually relatively low for me, I'm normally on sort of 29, naturally, um, but as I say, the free test is what I, I like to spend most of the time looking at. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a balance.
3: N- N-
1: right?
0: yeah. 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 Hang on, yeah. I need to, I need to calculate. Okay, so hang on. Can I just calculate yours? You guys talk. I will. No, i was and saying you...
1: Andy's is en- that's n right? You're in n Yeah.
3: Because
0: can I so, just one thing? Like, if you're trying to convert these things, oh my god, oh, and free testosterone is the hardest one to convert. Yeah, free testosterone. Oh, oh my good lord. Let me. But,
2: yeah, you. Know, there's normally, I, mean, I always find one of the little tables online just the it.
0: Not free test. Free
3: test
2: is. Oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> like Taryn found me one, but even now, like the free test is from a P mole and yours is an N mole, so I don't so know. Yes. <laughs> I don't that even is know fine. how to calculate that. So we'll just assume. Just like ranges. so, your range is here a, a zero i higher end of normal. Yeah, zero point two to a zero point six, and you're a zero point three. Look quite the middle, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so if we're looking at in pgml which is the american system leon is a a 40 a 41 um which yeah i don't know what that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... i don't know what that one is yeah oh it's so confusing but yeah i mean you guys Leon leon's is good um mine mine is interesting actually for for a uh a, a woman um so for women and again like um You have to be careful with the 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 conversions because there's you know the difference between like a dl and an ml is very different yeah so (laughs) so my my total testosterone is a 66 so optimal is like a 45 to 65 so i'm good there free testosterone is uh, mine is a 4.3 um and like optimal is a 4.5 to a five so my testosterone is actually really good so which is good and
2: i think women (laughs) women in
0: the broader sense
2: forget the importance
0: of testosterone yeah big time we need it and i would say like a lot of the women whose blood work that i've read have very low free testosterone you know and that that can be for many reasons and you know that can lead to you having poor body composition poor recovery you know poor mood state low libido you know, all those kinds of things. So it is... It can
2: prevent, you know, it can prevent pregnancies and stuff. You know, many women try to get pregnant. And if your hormones are all over the place, it becomes a lot harder to get pregnant. If Very, you've got, you know, yeah. testosterone, levels are off. And there's and this the old thing, you know, same with men. It's all like a seesaw. Mm. You know, women have more seesaws going at once, but everything's got to balance. You know, that homeostasis is important for general health, for sexual. Yeah. So if your test is low, it needs to just go to the estradiol, it's going to
0: be high. Yeah. So also, you know, if you have PCOS, your androgens, so your male hormones, will be high. Mm. So that's a really, you know, if you are suspecting PCOS, you need to be testing total test, free Free test, test, DHEA. There's generally another one called dihydrotestosterone. And H2. your LSH and your FSH, your sorry your LH and FSH ratios um, are really important there. Um, Just another
2: one with DHT. <clears throat> DHT leads to male baldness. Yeah. And actually can lead to thinning hair in women as well. Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. that's the you know if if that's where your testosterone is converting in women, that's a you know that's a. Great short... for
2: men. DHT is great for men to put them on muscle. Yeah. <laughs> not uh, like if you want to keep your hair, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, for so. women though, it's very potentially
1: detrimental, yeah, yeah, it comes with a balance, it's,
2: it's like, it's like super powered testosterone, but, you know, smaller doses, but it
0: has a, you know, yeah. a mm. of so, so it's, just it, can't win, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> like, if if, 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 if as a woman you have low low testosterone then you'd probably want to be checking your sex hormone binding globulin because it could be bound and you know that can be bound for many reasons one of them is thyroid dysfunction so putting that out there so yes i'm sadly as as the as the only woman here i don't have my estrogen or progesterone um but generally you'll be testing these sort of Five to seven days after you ovulate, and you you want your progesterone to sort of be in the twelve to twenty three region, and if you have like estrogen dominance, it's over two hundred. And there's a ratio that you can do for that to find out. Um, men, I am not so well versed. So Andy, I'll hand your estrogen and progesterone to you, although they look yeah, so they look in well, for men. <laughs> estrogen, you, know, you need estrogen. Yeah, you know, men forget
2: this. Yeah, you know, like women need testosterone, men need estrogen. It's heart protective.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Protected. Also, there's a link to you know, with balance. If it's well balanced, oestrogen be protective for your brain and heart and other organs. So you need oestrogen, you know. Um, so you don't want really low oestrogen, and you don't want really high oestrogen. because yeah. If you've got high oestrogen, your test Good. yeah. Generally, what happens is as your testosterone you gets dropped, your oestrogen goes up, that leads to change in body composition as you get older. And that's why you see, like, you know, older, you know, guys' testes drop, you know, five and four you know, breast tissue, things like that. Yeah. Because yeah, that's also been linked to prolactin and everything else, and um, and progesterone. So we all have an effect. You know, if you've got the money, you can find a place to test, test it all, because they don't work in. Yeah, you know, we, we work together. And it's not like we work in silos. So yeah. you want, you, know, you want. Like, my estradiol here is really good, It's 115, which is, you know, on the higher end of normal, bang in the middle, which is, I'd rather have that, knowing that, you know, the heart-protective elements of estrogen, you know, are there. So, actually, 115 natto, is that? That's, that's, p- that's p- P-mol. p mm-hmm. so, Um, So, yeah, so, you, you know, the range here I've got is 41 to 159. Yeah, so I'm you know sort of up a three-quarter rather than that now progesterone mine was normal again you know but you know you want it for love and 0.47 so uh no, no, so mine was more point four, so high into that so you know but okay my prolactin was higher I can't remember why it was so yeah because
0: that's good. that's an interesting one because if that's high in women you know that can that can suppress ovulation Um, And it can be a big problem.
2: It can cause different things. Um, It can also be high due to infection. Okay. So, certain infections like, you know, affect potentially with a liver or pituitary gland. Mm. I can't remember, I had some, I can't remember, I wasn't feeling great, as in like I'd been ill. Yeah. So, I can't remember if it was linked to that. But basically, when I had it retested um, just before, in September, the reason I haven't got blood on there is because all my livers were destroyed because of something happened to the bile. But um, the actual sex hormones were all relatively normal. Okay. So my mm-hmm. tendons oh, even higher. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, but everything, you know, what you want is everything to be relatively normal. Um, ideally, with all your sex hormones, they should all be in normal range because if one's off, it will affect the other so you want them all floating around normal and again that's what's normal to you mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know it's not yeah it's not what's normal to everyone it's
0: a really specific concept almost. so true like and i'd say even more with testosterone for women like it you know if you look on the ranges they're quite extreme so yeah. you know i might feel crap on lower tests than someone else so it, it, it is, that's a, where you've really got to pay attention to, like, your biofeedback. Like, do you recover from your workouts? What's your body composition? Like, are you able to build muscle? Things like that. So I think that's a really good point. Um, but there are, you know, especially with women, there's, like, levels that, you know, your progesterone is low or, like, your estrogen is, that is really high. Um, and they'll, that will definitely have, you know, consequences. Here's the
2: thing. And this is, yeah, you touched on it before, we should have before it's all about how you feel as well. Yeah. And also with women, you've got the extra biomarker of your menstrual cycle. hmm Yeah, that is a great bit of biofeedback. Mm-hmm. Is it irregular? Is it painful? Are you getting really severe cramps? Are you, you know, your cravings getting crazy? Is everything, yeah. You know, are you getting you know, a short menstrual cycle followed by a longer one? You know. These sort of things so irregular patterns. You know, may are great biofeedback? you'd say hang on there's a bit of a problem here I don't feel great my cycle's all over the place let's get all these bloods looked up for men you know think of it like this do you feel a bit lackluster? do you feel are you not you know you you've got low sex drive I always mm. say if you're not waking up with you know your morning glory as a man start questioning where your testosterone is, because that's just a natural occurring thing yeah. you know and yeah you know from like being a teenager through to, well, any age, I think, if your test stays at a good level, you'll continue to get up through your life. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so it's a case of looking at these things, and, you know, are you just lacking energy? Are you, you know, it's not just libido, it's energy. Are you more snippy? If people talk about people with high testosterone being aggressive, it's actually, it's what insane. you'll find is people with low tests tend to be more uh, emotional and mm-hmm. irrational. You know, are you suddenly, you know, for no reason, crying? Are you, you know, are you developing breast tissue? You know, things like these will show your hormones are off. You know, potentially, is your body composition changing? Mm-hmm. Are you holding more body fat than you used to? You know, and it's not just the only reason, but if your diet hasn't changed, things are changing. Often with changes in turn.
1: Yeah, it's like I think people forget even lifestyle things like maybe we'll do a podcast on it but like even effects of alcohol yeah. on uh, on uh, you know your hormones so if you yeah,
2: alcohol especially has a massive effect testosterone lack yeah. of sleep massive it, effect on yeah
1: so if you're a big if you're a big drinker you know it it it, it will it will affect you so
2: body weight mm-hmm. body weight there's a sweet spot too high if you've got too much body fat your True. testosterone crashes mm-hmm. you're too little body fat your yeah. testosterone yeah. crashes yeah you know? What about everything else goes out of whack? Yeah, because everything wants
3: to make
0: you, yeah,
2: you know, bring you back to homeostasis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it goes. It tries to shuffle itself around to see what can do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that's you know, as women, we are lucky in that we have our our menstrual cycle to kind of guide us, because you know, like you say, if there's something abnormal for you, you'd be like. You know we need to check these sex hormones out we need to see what's what's going on here so mm. um you know that's even more reason for women to be you know body literate and to track your cycle so that you know what's normal for you and you kind of know you know what what to look out for because there's so many signs and symptoms of things like estrogen dominance low testosterone thyroid dysfunction that you that can kind of guide you on what tests to get as well yeah
2: yeah, and I think the important thing we've discussed across is how everything links back to each other. Yeah. Your know, cholesterol links to hormones, you know, your liver links back to hormones as well, and you know, there's you know, blood, blood glucose and insulin resistance links back to all this as well. You know, so nothing's ever, it's not you know, a silver bullet, oh, i picked up this in my blood test. The actual, as we said, it's like a giant jigsaw,
0: yeah.
2: finding which pieces are missing
0: very true so so thyroid so your thyroid was really good andy like you i I had to convert it (laughs) so your tsh was a 1.73 and we normally want this between a a a one and a two if it goes over 2.5 you're veering into what we call hypothyroidism so it's like a, a negative feedback loop you know if you are not if your thyroid is not producing enough of its you know t4 and t3 your body's going to produce more tsh your thyroid stimulating hormone you know to to produce more of those so if you've got a high tsh it generally means your hypothyroid so andy's is really good mine was a 7.8 which is very high so that is an immediately in a, a red flag that something is yeah. going on and if your doctor just runs TSH, it is not enough because you can have a normal TSH and still have all sorts of thyroid dysfunction going on. So that is a red flag from your doctor if that is all they order. So, I mean, if, if that is all my doctor had ordered, it would have been picked up at least. But um, so then we go into the free T4. So this we normally want sort of between a 1 and a like a 1.2 to a 1.7. So Andy, yours was a 1.7, mine's a 1.1, which is not bad. So my free T4 is, you know, it's not bad. Um, free T3 is, free T3 is sort of the the one that we we really wanna see in a good range and Andy, yours was. So generally we say like a 3.3 to a 4.4 is optimal. I think yours was a 3.7, Andy. Mine is a yes. 2.55, so it is, it's what we call like subclinical hypothyroidism. So I'm still technically within range, but it is on the lower end of the range. So, you know, that's where it's really important to listen to someone's biofeedback. So, you know, classic signs of hypothyroidism, like always feeling cold, you know, your hair falling out, um, you know, constipation, weight gain, you know, things like that. So you, you just need to listen to that. And again, people will feel better in different, you know, different places um, with, with, their, with their free T3. But generally, you want that sort of in the threes. So mine is, mine is low there. Um, so like we said, if you can get reverse T3 done, that's useful, because it's a really good indication of stress so if your body is stressed what it's going to do is it's going to turn from the free t4 into reverse t3 which is another inactive form so if that is high like over a 16 you know then you've got a lot of stress going on and your body is just not converting that free t4 to the free t3 um then you need to get your antibodies done as they are indicative of autoimmune diseases like graves and hashimoto so you want we have tpo and tgab so you want those most ranges are different but like for tpo you want less than 34 for tgab you want less than 115 so andy is fine mine are high so my tpo is a 97 and my TGABs are 500. So this is a sign of Hashimoto's. So if I hadn't done this blood test, I wouldn't have known because I actually don't really have symptoms. Mm. Um, I, I've noticed a bit of hair loss, fatigue, but it's kind of like, like, maybe that's just my normal life. So it's so good to get that done and get those done because, you know, it is an autoimmune condition. If you leave it untreated, it destroys your thyroid. It will destroy it. There's, you know, if you do nothing, that is what will happen. Yeah. And then my doctor was like, you can't do anything about it. You just wait. I'm like, <laughs> that is not, and that is not true. There is so much oh, that yeah, you yeah. can do from diet to nutrition, you know, lifestyle, supplementation. And so what are
2: you doing? I'm interested to know what your, your, <laughs>
0: so immediate. because, because it's still, because I've caught it quite early and my actual thyroid is not that bad. And my symptoms are not that bad. What I want to do is see if I can improve all my markers through nutrition and supplements, natural supplements. So we're going to do that for three months. If they've not improved, then I really want to look at going on to, it's called natural desiccated thyroid. So it's made from like porcine thyroid, but it has a combination of T4 and T3 because most synthetic ones just have T4. But if your body cannot convert that into T three, it's not necessarily
3: going
0: to be helpful.
2: So yeah.
0: So what I'm doing, like you, you can follow sort of autoimmune diets, which are pretty grim. So you cut out gluten, dairy, soy, you know, alcohol, mm-hmm. caffeine, processed food, you know, added sugar, and. Because gut health is absolutely key. So people with Hashimoto's generally have, you know, poor gut health. And we, we all have a predisposition, you know, genetically to certain autoimmune diseases. And it seems to run in my family. Apparently my brother has it too. Not as common in men. And something triggers it. And you might have various triggers. Mm. Um, and I mean, recently I had a, a reoccurrence of Jardia and had to take antibiotics. Um, you know, so it could have been that. So there's a huge gut health element. So working on that is, is massive. Um, so I'm following the autoimmune kind of diet there. Um, I mean, at some point you can get even stricter just to see if you have any trigger foods like eggs, nuts, seeds. Um, and then with, with supplements, like you really want to support your liver and your, your adrenals because most people with Hashimoto's have adrenal insufficiency. Um, yeah. So, you know, supplement wise, um, taking like, because if you've got, you know, poor mal- if you've got malabsorption, you know, in your gut, <clears throat> you're missing out on a lot of things. So selenium is a huge one. The B vitamins are massive. Um, yeah. So supplementing with those, Often you have like low stomach acid, which actually I do. I get a lot of acid reflux. So taking what's called betaine HCL and then trying to find digestive enzymes as well. Um, and I mean, this, this these supplements cost a fortune. Um, yeah, like it's, a <laughs> it's, it's insane, but I'm like, I'm just gonna try it as best yeah. I can this way. L-glutamine is really good for your gut. Yeah. Help help building it, so got that. Um what else have I got? a uh, magnesium, it's always a good one. You know, staying on top of your omega 3s. And also, like we haven't covered it here, but my insulin and blood glucose were not ideal. So I can tell you I so my hemoglobin A1C is a five point six. So it's a bit high. I mean it's not it's not, you know terrible but you know ideally you want it under a 5.3 and my insulin is a 6.97 and you generally want that between a four to a six so this is very common with people with Hashimoto's to have a you know a bit of insulin resistance going on there you know they all kind of fuel each other so Mm. what i'm taking is a supplement called myo inositol Um, a lot of people have heard it in relation to pcos but it's also really good for thyroid um so I've got that. So be working a lot on managing yeah, blood glucose. So again with Hashimoto's like you don't want to be keto, but you do want to be lower carb. Mm. Uh,
2: have a look at berberine.
0: I've I have I, we have berberine, really? um and it to get yeah, in Kenya.
2: It's I actually get it in Kenya. So there's But it's got some good stomach um, absorption properties but also keeps like glucose at bay. Yeah. It like worked great for me. Yeah. And studies have got it is hard working as effective as net Yeah. And it's also got brain. I discovery, oh
0: discovery. really? Yeah. Well, well, I know it's it also it's an also an antimicrobial, which is yeah. So it's it's got a lot going for it. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's the list so far. I'm sure there's there's more. <laughs> uh, we we <laughs> so keep that, finding
1: yeah. out new ones every day. I mean,
0: you, yeah, and I mean like a lot of it is stress management you know with training as well like you do not want to be overtraining. you don't want to, you've got to be really careful about that so i have i have you know pulled back my training making sure it's like no more than an hour i'm not going to failure i'm doing like an rpe seven um so that that's really really big um and then i'll retest see if it's helped yeah. if it hasn't you know, I'm not adverse to going on medication at all. Like sometimes you need to. Um, if, so if it helps. Yeah. 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 So it's I, I mean, I always think these things have silver linings cuz you no, know, now I've I've had another client be diagnosed with it. Leon's had another client who's a male being diagnosed with it. Yeah. Just, and you know, it just blows my mind. You go to the all doctor, oh, is is increase
2: anyway. Yeah.
0: You know, various yeah.
2: autoimmune diseases so yeah
0: yeah but
1: so, yes like with him we're thinking probably the trigger could have been COVID also so yeah <clears>
2: there's <throat> yeah, always so. gonna be some sort of triggering point it's like mm. any autoimmune you're going along fine you know, you've got something in your dna yeah, just get triggered but it's that something that, that trigger point is what you know causes it and it's usually an infectious some variety yeah and my friend has got ms mm. and he can put a finger on when it started. Oh, wow. You know, he went for a belt of illness. Yeah, And then he started noticing things after that. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's... you know, is there laying dormant in the system. You know, his dad had MS. Mm. He hadn't thought about it. And it wasn't until he actually got an infection that it sort of triggered this MS. Yeah. It's,
0: it's so interesting. And if you don't catch these things early, like, one autoimmune condition can lead to another so yeah
2: yeah,
0: you, yeah. You, you really you really you know even if your doctor's like oh be fine nothing you can do that is not true you can start working now like yeah. i i think like my symptoms are, are not that bad because in general i lead a pretty healthy lifestyle like you know so you know just you might find a doctor to
2: bring the podcast or someone who specializes in autoimmune Please find one. Yeah, <laughs> find one. Yeah, it would
0: be. I mean, I, I've, I've, obviously followed a few now, but yeah, it would. It is hard to find.
2: Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, GP, forget it. Maybe endocrinologist, but it's mostly in the functional medicine space. I was going to say it's
2: mainly in functional medicine, we'll have yeah. To, yeah, but, yeah, but it's also getting more and more prevalent. Like more and more people I speak to have
1: some sort of. We'll have to look for someone. Yeah. Here. yeah.
2: Ultraimmune disease, yeah. And everything, you know,
3: there's
0: so many. Yeah. Yeah. But it? it's, oh. it's, I mean, sorry. No, no. But no. like, sex hormones play a big role in this. So I'll be really interesting to see what is going on with my sex hormones. Because if you have prolonged uh, exposure to estrogen, like if you're estrogen dominant, that can cause, that can cause Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism. So, yeah, yeah, wow. um, you know, and it also decreases what are called your thyroid, thyro- is it the thyroglobin binding hormone yeah. if you have a lot of estrogen so uh, as we've been saying this whole podcast you need to take into account all of those things um, so and it, and I mean if, if it is estrogen dominance then there's a whole different you know protocol you can do for that yeah. um, and you know again like DHEA they're found with like Hashimoto's often uh, patients have low DHEA you know which which kind of makes sense because that's you know one of your you know that's going into your testosterone and estrogen so i mean my testosterone is fine but let's see what the estrogen is up to mm. um it plays into uh cortisol as well i mean it is it is interesting for me like my iron and ferritin are really good because normally with hashimoto's it's they're pretty low um but, you know, like, everyone is everyone is really different. I um, yes,
2: suppose, yeah. It would be low if your stomach absorption or Yeah. I guess. Yeah. you're going to pass a lot. Yeah. I guess we caught it early.
0: Yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, that's a great place to end this podcast. Like, it is so worth doing your blood work so that you can catch these things. Like, I wasn't doing the blood work because I felt a particular way. No. I was like, I've <laughs> always wanted to do it. Um, and, you know, I've said that to my clients too. I'm like, let's get it done. And especially, like... Women now before going into fat loss phases, I'm like, at least just do your thyroid, yeah. please. Yes. Yeah. And here's the thing, it's like like me,
2: you know, I did my first blood test in twenty nineteen. So I that trade. And it wasn't for a reason, it's just well I better start doing my blood test, I'm <laughs> getting a little colder, you know. Um and then I picked up that insulin resistance issue where that led to me doing further tests. Yeah. yeah. It showed I mean by the blood glucose model showing that I actually have a genetic predisposition to blood glucose disorders yeah. uh, so something I need to manage and like you you know you catch these things early enough because by chance you give a blood test for yeah. it to take over your life yeah rather than getting really sick we go oh I better get a blood
0: test. But, yeah but <laughs> and and even if you're not Sick. Like it can really help you optimize everything. Like oh, yeah. if you are slightly insulin resistant, or you just your body doesn't do well, you know, you know, with higher carbohydrates, you know, that can help dictate your your nutrition. You know, so things like that can make well, such a big I mean, difference.
2: Indeed, like on mine, you've got yeah, obviously the B twelve levels, folate levels, and stuff in my blood test. Those little things that you can quickly adjust. Mine were perfect, but if they've been off be like, oh, my B12's down, yeah, you know, I can supplement that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, vitamin D's off, I can supplement that and that's, get better
0: Yeah, sorry, we didn't talk about vitamin D. Get that yeah. one done too. So you yeah. ideally want your levels to be between like a 60 and a 90. Leon and I were 20. Um, <laughs> and like, no. you need vitamin D um, for so many things. One and again,
2: animal so I don't know what to to.
0: No, no, it is. It is animal. Yeah, animal is it's it's that's like one of the only ones that's the same, so... Yeah, you're,
2: mine was be low, but again, yeah. I did this blood test. Like mine was normal, but low end is
0: normal. Yeah, you're 51. I did this blood test in the yeah. UK winter. Well, there you go, yeah.
2: Well, I've been in the UK for over a month.
0: Yeah, makes a big no, difference. Was, so like, you know. yeah, also, I mean, we're in the Kenyan winter, so you know.
2: Yeah, yours be low.
0: It was low, so yeah. you, you, you want that up. So yeah, that's another really good one to do. Um, And again, like B12, especially if you're vegetarian. <laughs> Vegan, get those ones done, and folate, like Andy said. Um, So yeah, those are get get those ones done. So I think this is this is getting to be a really long episode. So I think we'll 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 leave this here. I feel like we could definitely talk more.
2: Um, Yeah, we can talk about like if anyone's listening to this by now, still on here listening, um, if there's anyone who wants to go into more detail on, let's not. Yeah. Because a lot of these things we can. Branch out and do an episode on.
0: Yeah, easily. Easily. Maybe we should just do that this would anyway. It's like,
1: like a basics.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: If <laughs> you can call it that.
0: Yeah, because it's it just. Uh, yeah, it just really gives you such insight into your health, and so if you are here listening, we all highly recommend you get it done. Um, yeah. So if you are interested, you can contact any of us, and we'll direct you to like where you can get it done. <laughs> How much it costs, like our recommended tests, we can fit it within your budget, yeah. based on your symptoms, um, yeah. and things like that. So yeah, get it done. You never know what you might find that you know could save your life.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. And I understand if you have any any questions or any yeah, avenues you particularly want us to go down, if it's more down, yeah, the sex hormones or or thyroid or like protocols, you know let us know but on that note we'll see you in the next one